Welcome everyone to episode 30 of Talk with Jordan High Tech on the Low. Ali, how are you this morning? I'm great. Thank you so much for having me today. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming on. As always, we are sponsored by Front Team, 12 communities, six verticals, and 3,000 members in the high tech ecosystem. And we are very excited today to have Ali with us, who's from VKs, um, and is going to explain to us the world of kind of rental properties, the whole vacation properties world, what's been going on in Corona, outside of Corona, with Corona, whatever it is, but what's going on in that world, in that space. She is an incredibly talented and successful entrepreneur. This is her second, second, I believe, yeah. right? Second full venture that she's taken on herself. And, you know, it's incredible. It's just an incredible, like, I think, uh, inspirational story that you have going on there, especially for women entrepreneurs, but also just for entrepreneurs in general to see how young you are to be able to take two, two full ventures, take them to new heights and just, you know, go forward. So, you know, Ali, let's get started with kind of describing me uh, a little bit your your journey up till now, you know, what what have you been doing? What have you been accomplishing? How have you kind of gone down the path you've gone down? So let's get started. Sure, awesome. Um, I typically like to start by just giving kind of like a very brief background of like where I'm from and how I got to this whole thing. Uh, so in a very short story. Snippet. Yeah. Give us the snippet <laughs> of Ali's life. I, I was born in Israel. I, uh, I moved to New York when I was 12 years old. Okay, um, no my, one's perfect, you know. <laughs> my mom kind of brought me to New York. She put me in school and she went back. So I grew up very independently. Um, at the age of 19, I started my own business. That was the first business. The, that business was specializing in small businesses and helping them grow. Wow. Yeah. That's a very big thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I started off just with one company and helping them grow. And very quickly... After growing very fast with them, two, three months in, I brought in two more companies. And by the end of that year, I already had eight companies in my portfolio, helping them grow. Talking, I'm talking about growth of thirty, dollars $40,000 in monthly revenues to wow. bringing them to $100,000, $300,000 in revenues. And so, yes, you're 19 years old and you're telling small businesses, medium-sized businesses, we can even say how to basically make more money. Yeah. And they're coming to you. Exactly. That's incredible. We did that in a very, very good scale. What we did is we basically um, opened virtual locations. Okay. And and basically all over the U.S. We had about 30 locations. Okay. And we kind of allowed all eight companies to profit from all different locations by, by scaling them this way. So the idea is expanding via virtual locations, local websites, local support, receiving leads, and then selling them to third-party companies and freelancers in the area. So wow. all the companies were service businesses. Uh, it worked very, very well. And the growth was tremendous, right? Yeah, I mean, listen, you went from, what, one company to eight companies in a year? I mean, that's incredible, yeah. right? And they're all working with you full-time, I'm sure, on some type of retainer or subscription model, exactly. whatever you guys retainer. had going at that yeah. time. So, I mean, that's incredible. I mean, you're like, what, under 20 years old? How many people can even do that? Most people under 20 are like, what? I don't know, just like thinking about the next party for the weekend, I imagine, something like that, right? And Definitely. you're just going for, for ventures. You're helping these businesses grow. That's incredible. Yeah, it was it was very hard. It wasn't easy. I, I Most of the time I worked seven days a week, um, which I did not like, but... I was hustling. I was young and I had that, you know, drive and I kind of used it. And then I realized that I'm making a lot of money to these companies, mm -hmm. but these are not my companies. I'm, I don't have any equity in those companies. Sure. And that's when I was like, okay, I need to have something on my own. Right. No and ownership, not, not really going, not cutting exactly. it. Exactly. Okay. That's when I wanted to start my own thing. And uh, I had a beautiful apartment in Times Square. Okay. Um, what did it look like? Can I ask? It, it was like a, a one bedroom flex too. 
um, in like very nice high-rise building, gym, oh, pool. And I went to California for a vacation for a month. Okay, nice. After a very uh, a good year of hustling. Right, intensive year of hustling, getting these businesses bigger, helping them with their money. And now you're going to California, enjoying life, and you're like, I'm, I don't have my apartment right now. I don't need it. Exactly. Okay. And I'm like, there's no way I'm leaving that apartment empty. Okay. And so... I mean, yeah, it's a nice I, apartment. Exactly. I heard, I heard from a friend of mine that there is a, a thing called Airbnb. Why don't I rent it out? Okay. So that's how we basically all started. I, I go away, I rent it out, I come back, and I'm like, I made $10,000 just okay. from that one month. You made $10,000 on Airbnb from one month? Exactly. Wow. Yeah. Your success story, that's for sure, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, when, I, when, when I saw that, I realized the potential. I realized there is something here. This is something that I can start and try on my own. I took that $10,000 and invested into a whole new property where I'm just renting it out and then subletting it on Airbnb. So basically, you're, you rented out another apartment. Let's say not, not your Furnished own, it, right? Exactly. Furnished it, made it nice, did, it, did your thing, and then put it up on Airbnb. And I was like, great, now come to this. Now you have basically, what, two apartments that you're renting out? Exactly. Yours and someone else's. Exactly. Okay. And what I did is I didn't only post it on Airbnb. I looked at other channels that allows you to receive leads. Like HomeAway, VRBO, um, Expedia, Booking.com, TripAdvisor. Sure. And when you are advertising multiple platforms, you right away start receiving a lot of leads. Right. Of course. I only have one apartment. What ended up happening is that I had overbooking leads okay. worth of over $50,000 of reservations that okay. I could not host because I don't, I don't have enough apartments. So then, so, you, so you were losing the money, basically. I did not. I got another apartment and another apartment and another apartment. By nice. the end of year one, I had five apartments all running on all these six channels. Wow. Making over $1.2 million. Just this? Just that one year. And you're the one the managing it all. Exactly. Wow. It's very easy to manage. We're talking about five apartments. Wow. It's not easy, honestly. But it's it's not like a big management company that's running, you know, But did, tens did it of become apartments. like your full-time job? That it? became my full-time job. Okay. Yeah. I, I slowly, you know, got rid of the, the companies I was helping. I put someone instead and kind of... Uh, uh, focused on the apartments only on the airbnb okay so fast forwarding from this moment of the kind of dealing with the apartments you got more apartments you're growing you have you're making a ton of revenue you're getting all these people interested in your place i'm sure you're picking nice places it sounds like right yeah <laughs> so you're getting the nice places luxury type places now enters vacays right this whole idea right how, how did it start because obviously there's a bit of a jump from going from just renting properties out for people, right? Because you could have kept going. You could have got to 50 properties, 100 properties, right? If you wanted to, right? Maybe you did. I don't even know. We'll get into that in a second. But, yeah. you know, the whole idea is you go from that to kind of a enterprise software, helping people type of deal. How did it happen? I realized, you know, by, by running all these apartments, I realized that there has to be a software that would help me run it better and scale it better and get to the highest occupancy rate. Okay. That, that was like my main point. And I noticed a lot of people in the industry that are in the same boat as me. And what I wanted to do, my mission was to actually help people do, do what I do best. Okay, so kind of help manage. them manage it. Exactly. Okay, wow. That's how it all started. They can start it off with, as a management software. But I'm not going to get into that right now. Okay. What I want to focus on is that we built the whole software for a year. Okay. Um, we closed a huge partnership with one of the biggest channel managers. Um, that generates us over 500,000 leads to, to properties around the world. And we literally worked on that partnership a minute before COVID. Okay. We signed that deal during COVID. Okay. But COVID came and changed everything. Really? 
Yeah. So like what? So basically, you're saying that you grew this whole company up, right? You're you're working on the development, technology, partnerships. You're getting big. You're feeling good about this whole new movement of helping people manage their property. So it sounds like you were very into the whole property space, rental property thing, yeah. real estate, right? Yeah. So you're going that direction, and then all of a sudden, COVID hits. Exactly. What happens? First of all, the first month, we're all in shock, right? Oh, of it's, course. Everyone's pausing what they're doing. No one knows where this is going. And you have to think very hard, Where? what are you doing? Where are you taking this? Right. And I was very lucky, actually, to uh, that month, literally two weeks before COVID uh, started, I joined an accelerator program. Okay. The accelerator program was 365X, uh, owned by Serona Ventures. Sure. Um, that was in New York. They brought everyone to New York. They were bringing Israeli companies from Israel to New York. Okay. Everyone came to New York. Two weeks later, everybody, everybody, everybody goes back to New York, to right. Israel. Okay. It was so funny. Um, but we started, the first two weeks was in person. Right. And so I think that they did a very good job bringing a lot of mentors and advisors. And those mentors and advisors suddenly have a lot of free time. Everyone's working from home. Right, because no one knows what they're doing anymore, exactly. right? Exactly. Okay. It's on Zoom. You have the platform and you have so many people to help you. You just need to use it. Wow. Take advantage of the ecosystem, the network that was brought to you, and ask them. Get advice. Like, like use it to, to understand where you need to go, what you need to do at this point, because... It's like networking correctly. It's exactly. like saying, like, how can I use the people that they've given me this whole... But not only, during right. pandemic. Mm-hmm. Because you have to understand, because a lot of people can just say, you know, let's, let's pause, let's take a break, let's understand, you know, let's rethink what we're doing and, and not do anything right now. Right. Or you can speak to all these people, take advantage of the fact that you right now have a lot of amazing, you know, CEOs of really huge enterprises and, and large corporations that are here to help you. Right. Speak to them. Ask them, you know. Get advice from the top exactly. level professionals. Like actually use them for what they're meant to be there, exactly. right? Not just like the whole accelerator program where they say, come, learn, you'll get networking tools, all this stuff. It's like actually do it. Exactly. And you got the free time to do it. Exactly. Okay. And that's what I did. And I think that that what's helped me um, understand better how to, to adapt to the new reality and be open to a whole new market because if up until now I was uh, up until then I was only working with you know property managers and and vacation rentals and all that now we realized we're all in the same boat the entire travel industry is in the same boat Mm -hmm. we're all suffering Um, I'm talking about hotels as well Mm -hmm. and hotel chains and hotel groups and so right now what we need to do is to understand the new problem but not only to fix that new problem, to make sure that we're fixing it for good, right? Forever. So not it's only a, a temporary uh, solution for the pandemic, but it's something that will change. That would, re- I, I like to use that word, re- revolutionize. Revolutionize. I got it. I saw it. Revolutionizing the travel industry. Okay. All right. And that's what what the mission is. So right you now. guys are now focused on disrupting the whole travel sector, basically, exactly. in the whole tourist way, at least in, in the way in which we stay exactly. and kind of enjoy our vacation someplace, right? Exactly. So why don't you tell me a little bit about what Vacays is in the process of doing now that is different than kind of the property management software we could say that you guys were starting out as. Right. So I'll go back and say one thing that was our main differentiator back in the day 
in the, in the software world because there are a lot of softwares out there. Sure. And our main differentiator was from the day that I, the days that I was receiving overbooking leads okay. and I opened more apartments in order to accommodate them, mm-hmm. not a lot of people do that. And what they ended up doing is canceling reservations. Okay. So you're, overbookings. so you're saying you, like most people, they just like kind of let them, let them fail. Like they don't deal with the, the they bookings. They cancel. Exactly. And don't, and they don't try to find other apartments. Exactly. Okay. And what, what I wanted to do is basically, and I did that also manually back then, is that I, instead of canceling, I would find alternative within the area, speak okay. to the host, and transfer them to a different apartment. Oh, nice. So that they don't, they don't end up being, you know, being canceled last minute, and then, you know, it's a huge inconvenience. And right, and it's terrible for your reputation, too. No one wants to use exactly. you again. So Exactly. And so one of the main features that we also got a patent on in the U.S. was uh, a network that would allow hosts to transfer leads between one another and make profit off of it because you're selling leads. Nice, yeah. nice. And, and this comes I, back from your whole exactly. thing in the back then day, right? Exactly. You're tra- transferring leads to businesses. Now you're just transferring leads to property managers. Exactly. Okay, amazing. It's so, kind of like a full circle there for you. Exactly. You know? Okay, very cool. So, so that, that one month, the first month of, of, of half of Mar- March and April, I was sitting down and I was thinking, if up until now I was fixing the cancellation problem from the host side, sure. what's happening right now is that the cancellations that are coming from the guests. Everyone's, everyone's canceling right, of reservations. Course. We're talking about ninety percent cancellations that happened. You know, all in that first month. Definitely. Uh, travel industry really collapsing. We're talking about over one billion dollars in losses just in twenty twenty. So it was wow. huge. It was huge. Crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. And what? And 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 Airbnb literally gave back the money to every single guest. They didn't ask. There was no. You know, they couldn't ruin their reputations. And of so course not. Money, money went back yeah. to all the guests. And okay. I was thinking, how can I take that, you know, cancellation and turn it into, into opportunity? And so my idea for Vacays was, let's turn those cancellations into bookings. How can we do that? Okay. Go back to the people that canceled. Ask them, put down, put a down payment. You, you anyway planned a trip. You're, you're planning on going there somewhere. You just can't go now. You don't know when. So let's create that flexibility. And take advance payments from, from guests, mm-hmm. not the entire reservation code, put, put 10%, put 20% okay. from the reservation cost. I love it. Towards a future stay that you know you'll be, you'll be doing, you just don't know when. Okay. And keep it flexible. Hold it, da- hold it as a voucher. But you have it, so basically I could use it though whenever, right? Like if I want to exactly. use it like in a month, if I want to use it in In a year, a year, in two years, whenever you want. It will stay available. But what we're doing with that is that we're creating cash flow to the other side. Okay. So... Technically, we're becoming a fintech now because now we're dealing with money. Now we're dealing with advance payments and creating cash flow. In the to tourist ho- space. Exactly. Wow. To hoteliers and property managers. Wow. So that was the main idea. That's crazy. Yeah. That's great. First of all, I have to tell you, I just love your whole like mentality there of turning kind of, I mean, let's be real, crap into good, right? You know, not only are we talking about the fact that, yeah, the whole travel industry went to, went to crap. Everyone was doing terribly. Everyone didn't even know if the world was going to exist in another month, right? Let's put that aside. But you're taking this whole idea of cancellations and turning it into money. I mean, that's plain exactly. and simple, and it's amazing. Exactly. It's also what I find super unique about your whole platform because a lot of people exactly that don't focus on the guests and don't focus on the the person. It's like looking at exactly what you're saying. Like Guesty, for example, I think is a perfect example. They look at the host, right? They're looking at the property management. They're not looking necessarily at me who's going to rent the property. Exactly. And you guys are saying, no, 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 no. We got to pay, pay attention to this guy. He has a reason to be here, and he has a reason that we need to focus on him. Exactly. I think that's I think that's literally very, very genius. Now, where do you see kind of the future of the whole, let's say, vacation rental, property rental type of deal going? Um, do you see it kind of changing to be more customer-focused? Do you see it changing to be 
more based on this kind of flexible, you know, flex booking type of idea? What, what do you see? I think that um, the hotel industry um, and the travel industry in general, they realize that they have to be more flexible. And so they're, you know, out there right now, you'll be seeing a lot of free cancellations and a lot of flexibility offering. But there are not one, there, there's not one place that, that is offering you come and come and book whenever like like book commit now mm-hmm. make some sort of commitment and stay whenever like that sort of flexibility does not exist and so what I was trying to accomplish here is, I'm not trying to, to 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 basically compete with booking.com or Expedia I'm not selling reservations I'm selling options so we called that model I travel that. options I love and that. I'm gonna also tell you why we call it travel, okay. travel options I loved the, the, the Robin Hood model. I'm not going to go get into Robin Hood and everything that's happened Let's lately. Let's put it on the side, right? Exactly. Completely put it on the side. We'll do, we'll do another podcast episode on exactly. that. Okay, later. You know what I mean? <laughs> but the, the, the model itself of Robin Hood was allowing people to buy as little of, of sense of, you know, and, and like very small amounts of, of, of stocks mm-hmm. of any company, right? Of course. To consumers. Yeah. And so the idea here is to allow everyone to purchase options and we called it options because we're comparing it also as well to, to, to the trade options, meaning like the, the, the stock options marketplace, because if we're creating that sort of flexibility, let's go all the way. Sure. Let's offer flexibility in a way that even if you made plans to go to New York, to stay at that Hilton or whatever chain you booked. Or even at your you apartment or whatever, exactly, right? Here is your chance that in case your plans changed, you can come back to the marketplace and sell your option to some to someone else. Because it's not a reservation, it's an option, right? It's like you you're holding on to a coupon, to a voucher, that now you can trade it off. So you mean and wait, 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 hold on, wait, wait. This is something I had to I now have to understand. So you mean I can say, Okay, I wanna stay at Ali's apartment on Times Square and then let's say for for whatever reason, I don't wanna go to New York anymore. It makes me crazy. I'm a little ADD anyways, I don't like all the signs, so it's like whatever. I want to go to, I don't know, Catskills, right? Whatever instead. But my friend maybe wants to go to your apartment. And I can just yeah. sell him my exactly. reservation. Exactly. Even if your friend doesn't want and you don't know who you can sell it to, you can come back to the marketplace. You can look even at the real-time value right now. Because you purchased it six months ago. That value was lower. Maybe now it's $100 more. You come back to the marketplace. The marketplace will tell you the value of your option right now in real time. And you can sell it even for profit. Wow. So that's why we call it option because you can then trade it off. You can buy and sell options at any time. So do you feel like you're making the travel industry more accessible? More accessible. Okay. More flexible and commitment free. Interesting. Completely commitment free. Do you think it's going to help the little guy a little bit more? Do you, or do you think it's going to just think it would make... Help, I think it would help everyone. Uh-huh. Because on one hand, keep in mind, I'm still taking care of the other side, the hoteliers, the uh, the hosts, whoever it is that, that are selling it, that, that are owning the assets and basically generating cash flow at all times. Because if up until now, if you booked right now, you know, six months in advance or, or whatever, you know, time in advance, the host or the hotel doesn't receive the money right now. They receive it at checkout, check-in or checkout, mm-hmm. right? So that problem of cash flow, of stability, was always there. We just didn't realize it up until now when, when it happened for so long and the unknown was Definitely. there for so long. Yeah. Definitely. Wow. That's, I mean, that's insane because I think that's something also that, you know, a lot of people don't really look at tourism as being an inaccessible industry, right? Because even if I want to go to a, a small place, right, I can always do, you know, cheap things, let's call it like that. But it's not really like, um, you know, it's not inaccessible, 
right? I can still yeah. do it. But now it sounds like it's it's going to become a lot more accessible because now I can even say, okay, I can be at my, you know, my like job, right? You know, surfing when I'm not supposed to, looking for the next, you know, flight out to Greece or whatever it is, exactly. right? Hawaii, doesn't matter. I can just put down even like a 10% type of deal, right? And say, okay, I'm going eventually, right? And I'm going to stay at this place eventually. But even if it changes in six months because my friend gets married, you know, and exactly. I want to go to Malta, right, with him for, you know, uh, honeymoon, I can exactly. do it. I'll make it better for you. It's not that you can have so much flexibility. It's not only that. It's the fact that you're buying the option and you're getting in return so much. Wow. You're getting that secured model that it's fully refundable at all time. You are getting the no commitment, but you're also getting a discount. Okay. You're committing to a certain price and you're getting a discount. It's like you're buying a coupon. So keep in mind that if you're committing right now for next year trips, because you know you want to go to, you have a list of cities you want to you visit and you know you'll get there. So it's like you're, you're investing in the future. You're investing in, in your future travel, right? Got you. The idea here that, that like the hotels that. in return for the cash flow, they're giving you back discounts. Interesting. So you know in advance that you'll be getting at least 20, 30, 40, maybe even 50% of discount from your total trip. So it's like you're investing in, in advance. You're investing, you're in, investing your in your trip. You're investing in your trip, right? Exactly. I like it. So wait, what? let's see. Let's put it like this. What is your biggest challenge that you've hit so far? And even on that time, you can also put the biggest success that you've had. Sounds good. I think that one of the, the, the main challenges were when, okay, we're finally ready. We have something going and um, we started to speak with hotels. We got some, some tractions with the hotels, super loving the idea. They're biting. You want, love exactly, it. Exactly. Okay. They want in. Now you, now you need to go to market. And that's one of the biggest challenges because you need to define your market. And you can go globally and sure. you can go to consumer right away because you need a lot of brand awareness. This is a new product. You right. need to teach the market what you're doing. And so the main challenge was understanding where do I go first? Who do I approach first? Like how do you position yourself in the industry? Exactly. Okay. And I think that I, I, I keep going back to where I'm from and what I've been doing, uh, especially in terms of who I'm approaching. And I think that I came to the best uh, realization that it has to be with small businesses because small businesses are the easiest to approach. And they're looking for opportunity. They're always looking for opportunity. They're always looking to save money. They, they need the flexibility. Definitely. And especially now, even if a lot of people tell you, oh, business travel is not going back. I'm not talking about the huge corporations. In the U.S., there are 30 million businesses, small businesses, 30 million small businesses wow. that are taking over 99.9% of all businesses in the U.S. Wow. Wow. They're the majority. That's, that's insane. I didn't even know that. Yeah. Wow. And so keep in mind, they were the, the ones to get hit the most, the small businesses. Definitely. That's why the Small Business Administration came in and helping everyone. And, and so if you take the U.S. market only and you focus on small businesses only, and with us, we're focusing on, on really small businesses, but fast-growing, scaling companies, those that have raised somewhere between $2 million to $10 million, that have, you know, you know uh, 10, 10 to, okay. to 50 employees, annual revenue, sure. they need to scale. They just raised funding and they need to scale. They need to travel in order to scale. They need to go to conventions. They need to go to expo. They need to network in order to scale. Nobody knows about them yet. And so you take them from the bottom and you grow together with them. They don't have corporate accounts yet. They don't have corporate accounts with hotels. Sure. Right? They don't have any relationship with, 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 with uh, brands or whatever. They need to save a lot of money. And the idea here is that they're growing very, very fast. You know, in six months or a year, they're going to raise their next round and the next round, and, and, and they're going to hire more employees, and then they'll have a bu bigger budget. And small businesses 
they have a budget for their entire year in, in advance. Definitely. They know exactly where they need to go, how many times, how many employees they're sending. They have the budget. And it's much easier for, for them to come and say, we can put 10% of our budget aside. I love towards it. Towards that, we'll end up saving 30% on the entire budget of, of the travel. Here you go. That's Make awesome. That well, that sounds almost like a challenge and a success at the same time, right? Working with them, but actually getting them to yeah. agree. So now where, you know, we're coming towards the end of the podcast. So I want you to kind of give a brief snapshot. Where's Vacay's heading? Where are you guys going now? What's the next step? I think that now that we've figured the niche and, and the first go-to-market strategy, right? We want to go consumer. We want to we get there. We, I believe that that's the vision, okay. right? And um, I think that at this point, while proving the concept with the small businesses, we're, we're seeing a lot of traction. We're working directly with conventions, summits, expos, and we're seeing Very all the cool. people yeah, that, that, that are traveling there. We're closing those deals and we're bringing them on board. Um, that success could lead us to potentially uh, very soon open up to consumer as well. Um, and uh, I, th- I think that's the vision. The minute we, we open to consumer and, and open that market to everyone so that they can kind of, you know, take advantage. Take advantage of your product. Actually exactly. understand what's going on here. Exactly. And 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 offer that to everyone that's that that's the that's the main vision here that's awesome yeah. and, and do you see that happening in the next quarter year two years i think that going to consumer uh will have to be on on, on the next phase okay which will probably happen in in six to nine nine months from now okay yeah. we won't hold you to it either way if there's another corona <laughs> but you know that's awesome seriously listen ali you've given me such a lot of value right now i feel like i've learned so so much Thank from you, so you much. and definitely you are one impressive woman i mean seriously it's very very impressive what you're doing in terms of both growing two different businesses also in times of corona the whole pivot it's not you know they say in hebrew it's not uh under easily understandable right so i really say congratulations and i wish you guys the best of luck thank you so much for Thank being on so the podcast much. thanks for having me